A couple of weeks ago, here on SAFM Sports Special, we chatted about the Sports Event and Events Tourism Exchange Conference uh, that took place, or that was going to take place in Durban, and uh, it has concluded, and uh, some interesting findings that have come out, and it's uh, great to welcome onto the show, Shujin Pillay, once again. Shujin, welcome onto the show, thanks for chatting to us today, uh, and, and a couple of interesting findings that, that came out of, out of this conference. Yes, no, absolutely. You know, I think that one of the things that we're all excited about is that there's finally agreement now that we're going to be bidding for the 2022 Commonwealth Games. Um, and as you know, the deadline for our submission in terms of our intent is at the end of March next year. So I think we're going to be spending the next six months working very hard on on putting a bid for the 2022 Commonwealth Games. So then you, you talk about the, those Commonwealth Games. I'm presuming the, the bid will be, be put in by Durban? Well, look, I think there is a process that SASCOP will have to go through now in order to choose the, the, the city that's going to be driving. But um, obviously they, they're going to be putting out uh, an open call to all the cities to, to pitch for it. And uh, as they said, you know, if none of the cities pitch for it, then they would make a decision. But uh, if you get more than two cities pitching, then obviously it's going to go through a competitive process. So it's still very much uh, unknown as to which city is going to be driving that bus. Okay, so a couple of the other, I mean, that's one of the big things that have come out of it. Uh, some of the discussions that, that were, 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 took part and, and, and decisions that we needed was the role of local government in supporting these events. Uh, tell us yeah. a little bit about that. Yes, you know, I think that one of the things that came out uh, was that uh, KZN and Durban in particular have uh, developed quite an aggressive uh, event strategy. And, you know, the other cities agreed now that they're going to look at the Durban model to see whether they can start putting event strategies together. So the exciting thing is that you've got now all the cities in the country that's going to be looking at uh, developing sports tourism strategies. The other thing that was quite a milestone was that, uh, you know, currently you have all these convention bureaus in each of the cities, and then you've got a national convention bureau at South African Tourism. And the current focus is mainly on meetings and, and conventions. And at the conference we agreed that... Uh, there's going to be a review of these bureaus, and they're going to be looking at how they can support sports tourism, uh, not just, so not just uh, meetings, but also sports and lifestyle type events as well. So that was quite exciting. And then the third resolution we took was that, um, you know, currently you, there's a Tomsa levy uh, where you and I, when we stay at hotels, we pay a 1% levy. And that levy normally goes towards promoting South Africa as a leisure destination. So the Tourism Business Council, which the levy goes to, has now agreed to, to, to re-look at that whole thing to see whether it's possible for us to ring-fend some of that levy towards sports tourism. So I think there's a sense that the country is now taking sports tourism very seriously. And I think these resolutions will help us grow the industry in a much more aggressive way. Forward. It sounds it sounds amazing, and, and it's so nice to hear. I mean, after a couple of days of, of really intense discussions and that sort of thing, that there are actual sort of outcomes that, that have been decided on moving forward and a long term plan that has come out of this thing. And and the, the, the private sector is not let off the hook either. They, they need to play an important role in this whole thing. Yes, no, definitely. You know, I mean, this has been uh, years of work. I mean, obviously, uh, you know, the, the conference is going on for three years now. So we've had time to work through these things uh, quite methodically. And I think that, you know, you spoke about the private sector. There was a sense, I mean, we've had uh, a few sponsors there, like Discovery Momentum, SABC, talking about the trends. And I think one of the things that's come out is that, we can't just be going to government for handouts when it comes to supporting big events. We've got to involve the private sector as well. And I think the private sector is saying that they want to get involved, 
but right from the outset. So it all sounds really exciting. I mean, I think that the funding model that we discussed, for example, includes the private sector when you're either pitching for an event or when an event comes into your country. So all these things are, are really exciting, and, and I'm quite confident that, you know, going forward now, we, we're going to be really going aggressively to bring more events into the country and, and grow this industry much more uh, aggressively. Susan, the thing is, too, that, that I sort of picked up out of this whole thing is that nothing happens in isolation. I mean, we've mentioned the role of local governments, of, of the private sector, also of the Tourism Business Council, but it, it's, a, it's a combined effort. One can't function without the help of the others. No, definitely. You know, I think that, and that's the whole reason why we, we brought the sports and the tourism industries under one roof. I mean, the, the reality is that the biggest beneficiaries of sports events is your hospitality industry. I mean, if you're having a major event in any city, uh, you know, your hotels benefit from it, your restaurants benefit from it, your tour operators. So, uh, what we are saying is now, you know, it's not just about benefiting, it's about working together to grow this industry, to start looking at ideas of how we can actually leverage off each other. And I think that's, that's been the success story of this year's conference, you know. I think the, both the industries see the value of working together, um, you know, and, and, and we found that even on the exhibition side, there was a lot of excitement this year compared to previous years. Um, uh, and there was a realization that if uh, both industries start working closely together, much more can be achieved, you know. And that's, and that's really what this platform is all about. It's about really encouraging cooperation between both the tourism and the, and the sports sectors. It sounds, it sounds very exciting and, and a great place to sort of be working at the moment. So Jim Play, thank you so much for chatting to us about uh, what happened at the Sports and Events Tourism Exchange Conference and some, uh, yeah, some exciting outcomes uh, from it. Tubby Reddy, CEO of Sascock, also uh, is uh, mentioned at that uh, conference that he's quite excited that they have a bidding and hosting strategy document that's been concluded up to the year 2030 that fits in with the National Development Plan as well. And the big one that came out of that is South Africa bidding for the 2022 Commonwealth Games. Uh, that's one we've never hosted here as well. Let's head down to the Moses Mabita Stadium now. Second half of that football action is underway.